them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay. Just think of gunshot noises when you hear that name. Deontay. Anyways, um, this is the House of Wolves podcast. I'm your host. Here are my friends, Jalen and Josh. Today we got a few topics for y'all, a lot of topics, but we're going to start off with some um, <laughs> interesting ones today. Uh, but before we get started, uh, Josh or Jalen, how you guys been doing? Let them know what y'all been playing, how the week been, where, where you at right now in life. Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty chill week for me. Um it's getting real cold out here. I don't know about y'all. Uh, we we probably not even getting no snow, but the the temperature's been dropping a lot. Um, but I don't know. It's Christmas season. Put our tree up. Um, you know, starting shopping and thinking about uh, what we gonna do for you know actual Christmas. Um, they usually have like a couple good like events or like festivals or stuff downtown, but uh, we gotta see if that's actually gonna be on our agenda this year um what else played a few games uh i guess a lot came out in the last week or week or so um but i haven't got around to all the new stuff but uh played a little bit of postal protocol and uh i guess another game on our list Fortnite. um doing my last bit of cleanup um because they had that little end of season event um but yeah that's that's pretty much it for me uh about you Jalen. uh shoot for me uh everything been straight um same old same old uh i'm trying to think what game have i been playing supposed i think really i've been playing overwatch Supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. How could I forget? Oh, yeah, yeah. we've been playing Overwatch too. I forgot about that. We actually had a lot of yeah. Overwatch. Yeah, nah, Overwatch definitely been getting a whole lot of time. Um, definitely been playing Sonic Frontiers. I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't remember what I had said about it last time, but I think I'm the furthest out of everybody on here. Deontay tried to come at me last time because I, I ain't a true Sonic fan, but... Mm, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to make sure you still had your Sonic card. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nice. He's he just trying to hold me accountable for the things I say, so that's, that's, that's a good quality in the print. I think not just fine. But, um, yeah, Sonic Frontiers, that's smooth. Um, I don't... I think I'm done with the first island. I'm um, still enjoying it and everything. So that and, like I said, Overwatch trying to catch Dashi 14 hours ahead. So I'm like waking up early to play Overwatch here. Um, trying to catch him late at night to play Overwatch. Uh, so, but that's really about it. Crisis course supposed to be coming out soon. Hopefully yeah. we cop that. So we'll see. When that's supposed to come out. But, is it the third? Is it an actual like um placed is that is it an actual full fledged game or no? Because I don't I never found any coverage, so I'm trying to figure out if it's like 
the next part or or like a is it like some subpar DLC? I don't know. I'm just trying to make sure. I- oh no! If we want to talk about that, yeah, it's a remake of a PSP game. They basically they took the old combat system from the PSP game because it was super like basic and replaced it with the Final Fantasy VII remake combat and up the graphics to look close to Final Fantasy VII. Uh, but it that's pretty much it. It's the same story. It it's kind of like a prequel to um, the other game. And obviously they want you to play them all. So when the next part come out, you all caught up on the story. Oh, my goodness. But, I didn't even think it was that Enix big stuff, of a... So you know uh, about that. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that big of a release. I thought it was like some... Some um, some garbage. Is it how much is it? Sixty nine ninety nine. Is it fifty nine ninety nine? Fifty. Fifty. Uh, so it's giving very much remake and stuff. But I mean, you know, Square Enix, they gonna, you know, we need to get in your pockets, bro. We're gonna do bare minimum and want the maximum. Yeah, they better yeah. than Nintendo, though. I mean, it's like at least they waited from PS two era to now. They're not. They're not trying to remake Last of Us, you know. They're not trying to do a PS3, PS4 game, PS5 game, or same game. So, nah, nah, nah. I get it. But um, okay. I mean, that might be something I pick up because I really liked it, the combat in Final Fantasy VII. Um, and I guess I'm gonna play the story anyway because um, I wasn't really interested in the story of remake, but um, it might be something that I, I pick up. Because uh, I just like the combat a lot. So cool. Um, well, what I've been playing is a whole lot of Callisto Protocol. And we're going to be talking about that. Been playing a lot of Overwatch too. Um, I've been playing a lot of um, just those two games. I mean, I've been playing all God of War off and off. Uh, off and on, I beat it already. I'm just playing it some more. Uh, which we're going to talk about that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've really been playing a lot of Callisto, like halfway through the game already. It came out Friday. Um, and I've been quite enjoying it, but we're going to talk about it too. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. Family's good. Eating good. Can't wait for Christmas. Put the tree up. The deck in the halls with, with, with Files of Holly or well, I don't even know how I go. But we decking halls. Um we I guess just enjoying ourselves. Um my uh stepmom's up here, so we was able to go out and hang out and do some grown up activities for, for once. Um but yeah, just been good. Uh re- feeling reinvigorated and ready to play some old Callisto after this um <laughs> Podcast, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that. That's me. Now we play Overwatch. Well, uh, you always see, always try to slide in with the Overwatch. We was busting heads last night with him. <laughs> me and Jayla, Jayla had like thirty, he had a, like a thirty-four piece or something like that. Uh, with Ash, but yeah, uh, definitely was uh, in had some fun playing Overwatch, but. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, moving into the topics. The first one I wanted to start off with because it's right on the top of my list. And it's probably something all of maybe you guys be interested in. But I'm pretty sure it's a 
a large mass of you out there that very much so are. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite, um, our, um, <laughs> our, our correspondent, uh, Josh, <laughs> recently had some updates for for us on Fortnite. So I was like, yeah, let's why not, why not talk about it? So I did some research. I did a little reading. And I see that they are doing a lot of changes again. So every time this happens, uh, we're going we're gonna to bring back uh, Josh to kind of give us, us his Fortnite update. Uh, but do you want me to read off some of the this, this stuff that's visually happening or you kind of want to just take over? Um, I mean, I, I guess I can go and then get your thoughts on, yeah. I guess, what you think is important from yeah. your perspective. Because, like, yeah, I just, I mean, y'all know me. I like to talk about Fortnite. I enjoy it, but I know it's not really, like, the game for everybody. But for me, the constant updates is just, like, what nobody else is really doing in mm-hmm. Battle Royale space. So uh, they just started their new season today. Um, and with this update, it's a new map, of course. Um, but the biggest thing that I saw was, like, it's moving from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5. So uh, I'm playing it. I got to play a little bit before we start recording podcasts. Uh, graphically, it looks a lot better. Uh, the game, I think the always, game always looked good, but this time you can see that they're really pushing, like, you know, the global illumination, the shadows are all higher quality. Um, the game already ran at a high frame rate on the next-gen consoles, but uh, it's still... Like it looks a lot better. It still runs pretty good. Uh, all the characters and everything look uh, higher resolution as well. So that that's what I'm excited about most with this update because Unreal Engine Five. I think this is like the first like full Unreal Engine Five game. I know the Matrix came out and it was it was just a demo, but this is like a actual game you can like spend money on. Uh, and I mean, so far it looks good. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it because uh, Unreal Engine 5 seems like a really good engine to like push a lot of these new features. Mm-hmm. And we we talked about it with Callisto Protocol that I don't think there's anything wrong with Unreal Engine 4, but if there's a way to like get those really good graphical features and things like that with less work on the developers or at least like more uh a smoother experience from them mm-hmm. then that that's uh overall good um yeah what else did I, did I say they added yeah they got uh some more some more features like movement spin improve like you can you can climb and sprint in the last update but now it's like more automatic and like you can jump over like anything just by sprinting at it without pressing a button Mm-hmm. They got uh, some weapons. They got uh, first-person ADSs, so people who don't really want the, um, you know, uh, third-person shooting, it, it's more. You got the option to use the first-person uh, option. More melee weapons. They got like crazy, like big effects. They can jump up super high in the air and do like a big Titan smash. Um, and there was one more that I had mentioned about that. Oh, perks. Um, I haven't been able to use them yet because I, ha- I don't understand how they're implemented. But it seems to be... Um, so just like the Call of Duty, you can equip perks, uh, carry more ammo, more grenades, blah, 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 type uh, deal. 
Uh, but in Battle Royale, you can select what perk you want. But at some point in the game, it's going to unlock the ability to go to a station and uh, grab the perk. So uh, it's more like uh, how Warzone used to do it, where you have your loadout, but you got to call in the uh, or you got to pick up the supply crate to get your loadout. So these perks, I think, at some point, uh, I haven't been able to use it myself, so I don't know how good they are. But I think this is a good change um, in a battle royale space because it it gives you more personal, I guess, customization with how you want to play it instead of it just being, you know, completely random. Uh, We'll see how the balance is and stuff. But yeah, go ahead. No, I was looking at that too, and I was like, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Like the one where you get like super jump. There was quite a few that I've seen that I was reading that they were just talking about. That, and they mm-hmm. actually added new weapons. I'm not sure how often they add weapons. I, I know they have specialty weapons, and then they have the standard weapons to be on the ground. Like these are look like the ones on the ground. Like they added a new shotgun, new rifle, um, auto shotgun, a new assault rifle, new SMG, a tactical pistol. Maybe that's something they always do. But to me, when I play that game again, I've seen the same weapons I used to play with all the time. Um, and then there is the whole um perk system like like i said like you said was that i thought was really cool like you get some really cool different types of perks so um yeah my biggest thing has always been animation in this game i don't like the animation um hopefully they update the animation i mean that's the only thing i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna turn it on and look at it and if they really didn't do much to change how the game animated is animated, then I'm probably still not gonna play it. But um, it 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 doesn't seem like a bad. It's not like I said. It seemed like a really big update, and that's cool. I wonder what the manpower was like to actually get this done because they're literally taking a game and moving it to a different engine that's been popular and big as it is to do that. And seamlessly do it, it seems like a big mm-hmm. undertaking when you can't even get cross play. I mean, cross save on the other one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like obviously they're doing something much better. So, um, all that type of stuff, like the the big, huge updates and world, the like the whole game changing updates. I always think that's really cool. The physics on the vehicle looks a lot better, like a lot more tuned. The running animation looks a little bit better. I don't know why they feel more grounded in this world, but they look like they're a little bit more grounded and not floaty. I hate the floatiness of the Fortnite. Um, but if it's the, still the same, obviously they want to keep the people happy that play this game often. They're not going to change too much. Um, more than likely, uh, it's probably going to play the same though. Um, but. I mean, I'm just looking for those types of updates and it looked like their lighting system and everything makes everything just feel a little bit more uh, grounded and not just floating objects. Everything looks like it actually has a space in the world and that's what global illumination will do for you. So um, I'm interested in just running around it, playing again and seeing if it's uh, something that's going to really pique my interest. Um, Eight times out of 10 it's not, but I'm going to give it a shot again anyway. Um, there is a lot of, you know, mashups of different, you know, cultures and games and all that stuff. And this is the only game you can really play like that. Um, so I do give it its kudos there for that. 
and um, a lot of people like it so it's not it's not for everybody but a lot of people do like this so um they're 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 feeding that audience and they're going to keep they're going to keep they're going to be around for a while so they're not they're not of the the cloth of a PUBG at all they're very very much so keep with the times keep updating keep re-innovating and um as long as you do that you can stay on top um a lot of the stuff that they're doing is concerning to a lot of the legacy stuff. So I was reading about their legacy plan and they basically was like, listen, we got to keep moving forward. We can't have our game not be secure, not be this, not be that. And I don't really hear much yeah. about Fortnite cheaters, which is interesting, but maybe because I don't play it, but um, I don't hear much about it. But anyways, they they are pushing to make people have to have Windows 10 uh, or, or, or newer to play it on PC, or you can play it through um, NVIDIA's GeForce Now. <laughs> that's all they said. That's kind of their back, that backlog, that, that legacy support, because they're just not going to, you can still play it, but it's not going to be officially supported. And that's what they were kind of um, insinuating that if you want to be officially supported, you might want to play on GeForce Now. So, yeah, I mean, updates look cool for this stuff to still be running well on consoles and things like that 60 fps with all these features tells me that this i'm i'm really excited for what the engine can do for games that i'm truly anticipating so um yeah but yeah i'm a down i'm downloading now got a minute left and once uh once i finish um and we're finished with the pod i'll play for a little bit and see what i like about it uh but yeah, anything else you want to add for the Fortnite season, chapter four, season one update? Oh, uh, no. Probably have more. That is <laughs> I mean, um, I haven't played Apex in like two seasons, but uh, well, I see a lot of people the update, echo the same thing. Update-wise. Yeah. Like, not the game itself, but the update-wise, like what they do for updates and what Apex done for, do for updates. Yeah. It's like blows it out the water every time. So, uh, yeah. So that yeah, I think for sure they are they are hitting all the right things and keeping their um their fan base and their um, player base happy. So yeah, and not, not much you could complain about, man. They these guys are good. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say. What, what, what about you, Jalen? Anything? Anything piqued your interest about Fortnite or any praise you want to provide or any uh, slander? We always here for the Fortnite slander as well. They got Sound like it sound like Fortnite doing everything they uh, need to do so your kids start playing when they become <laughs> able to play video games, bro. They ain't gonna be playing Apex and we playing Fortnite just like you want it. Just like they want it. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all boys from um, uh, what is it? My Hero coming out. My Hero. My Hero uh, Academia. Oh yeah, 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 he's oh they coming in the game. Yeah, I seen that. I don't, I seen I don't know the characters. I know All Might is coming, and then the green hair dude or green clothes. Yeah. Uh, but I I think I seen a Witcher. I thought he was already in the game. Is he not? Yeah, he's part of the battle pass. Okay. I seen well not Geralt, not the Witcher, but Geralt, and I seen Doom. Uh, man, what's his name? Doom guy. Doom. Yeah. I don't think he got a name. I think it's just Doom guy, uh, and Doom bro. Yeah, I seen like some of the areas, the new areas called like the Frenzy Fields, Brutal Bastion, Anvil Square, 
the Citadel. They got the Citadel on this one. But yeah. What's the Citadel? The Citadel is like a capital, but it's like a. Um, it's like it's just certain, points of interest. Yeah, like, but the, the, those you know, are like points of interest on areas. the map. But you're asking for a definition of what a citadel is, right? That's what you're trying to ask. No, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie because of like Fortnite nature and stuff like that. When you said citadel, the first thing I thought about was like Mass Effect. So um, oh. I thought they had. No, some, like, it's just like a like a castle area. Yeah, a fortress. Yeah. A fortress. Or something. Like yeah. Tilted Towers. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of Tilted Towers, you go into a castle. <laughs> No, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it out, seeing how you know I got my Goku skin, so I'm gonna have to be on there with my Goku. Oh, you did get it, yeah. Yeah, I did, I did get Goku. the Goku skin. All right, so yeah. But um, okay, there it is for our Fortnite um <laughs> resident. Uh, <laughs> our correspondent has spoken. The chapter four, season one, is looking really hot. Alright, moving on though. Let's talk about uh Callisto Protocol. This has been on a lot of people's minds and it's been a topic of conversation. It's the fourth, it came out on the second, and for some reason people are acting like it's trash. Um I think it is like the perfect storm that is occurring with Callisto. It come after a very highly anticipated game with high expectations, and um this game also had those higher expectations. People are coming from a level of game that they're not normally used to. Say, for instance, the biggest release released recently was Gotham Knights. Going to Callisto Protocol, you'll probably get a different praise. But going from God of War to Callisto Protocol, you're going from up here to, to down here to reality. It kind of feels strange. I think that's why a lot of people are bashing it in the way that they are. In my opinion... I am enjoying Callisto Protocol just as much as I did God of War. I think graphically this game looks uh, better. Like they actually have next gen features, ray tracing. Uh, they actually have volumetric lighting. They actually have things that you're supposed to have in the bigger releases. God of War is a very pretty PS5, PS4 Pro game. That is it. It is not next gen. It's nothing. Callisto Protocol is the next gen game. It is Unreal Engine 4, but it has the things that are meant to be considered next gen. It has the ray tracing. It has those things. It has like uh, it just has it has the stuff that you're supposed to have in the next gen game. And yeah. I feel like people are harshly criticizing it due to the I just I just feel like people wanted it not to be good I don't know or people feel like it can't it can't be a mid-tier game it have to be great or it's bad and that's just not true to me Callisto Protocol I am halfway through the game and it has given me no reason to feel like this game is should be less than a 9 out of 10 like for real like graphically, soundscape, the mechanics, the interest in the intensity. It's not scary. I can give you that. It's not a scary game, but it does have moments. It has sequences and it does have an eerie feel. So they have captured the feel. Maybe they didn't capture it all the way of being haunted or 
or or yeah, it's not uh, scary, but it is tense, and I yeah. I think that that's what a lot of people don't for some reason understand about some horror games because yeah. like a lot of people are going to compare this to Death Space, and like I was talking to you earlier about this since like when Death Space came out, a lot of people enjoyed it, but they complained that it's not like creepy because it realistically it's not creepy like it's space zombies yeah and zombies are not really scary uh or space aliens are not really scary because i mean it's stuff that you've seen before and it's more about their uh, how to put it because when i was playing callisto protocol today like it's not scary but i know that they're going to spawn the enemy behind me at some point so i'm always like tense about ready to fight and that's kind of what the game is it's not it's not gonna give me nightmares, or it's not gonna, you know, stuff like Bloodborne. It's not gonna. I mean, it is gonna gross you out because of all the blood, but it's not, you know, psychological. It, it's yeah. monsters on the screen trying to kill you, and you're trying to survive. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's like it felt it falls right into um, the Resident Evil games for me. Like I don't find them particularly scary. I find them to be survival horror. So, um, I have never been scared of a game from that camp, uh, ever like not even yeah. Resident Evil one, two, not three. I mean, I only play Resident Evil one. I play, I didn't play, I played the two remake, but that's not the same. But, uh, and then I played, um, four, I bought three remake, but I never played it. And then I play five, six. And I just played seven, and then I played Village. Um, none of those games to me were scary. They were they were intense moments where you had to outthink your opponent and like survive. But they weren't as in a, in a sense scary. The scariest game I ever played has to be psychological horror, and that's Silent Hill and things like that. Um, even Evil Within was a little bit more above that because it was like tripping tripping out with his brain like he didn't know what was happening to him so those things had more horror or scary moments than others um but for this game to be being downplayed as trash as garbage as as bad it's like so egregious to me like for real five out of ten on GameSpot. (laughs) like like, bro, these are some... I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, and these people are like... They, they make me feel like they're just not capable of actually playing games. Like, not, you're really understanding that a game isn't meant for the to adapt to the player. It's meant for you to adapt to the game. Like, that concept is, is, is falling on deaf ears or something like that. It feels as if yeah. they don't really understand it you're not supposed to be handheld throughout entirety of a game. You adapt to it. Like, did you not play Elden Ring? Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, obviously, there's a lot of options, and people don't feel like being shoved down a into a scenario where they feel like they don't have the tools or necessary ability to defend themselves or fight through. But in no way, shape, or form does Callisto Protocol ever make you feel like you're not strong enough. All they do is they require you to be a little bit better at your taking on the situation. And they have saves where you're not 
wasting thousands and thousands of hours backtracking. So it's like auto save. Yeah, like you don't even have to go good. to save stations. So what are they talking? Yeah, I just so confused on the 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 the, the amount of frustration people are portraying from this or like stating from this game because it makes no sense and i'm glad i still bought it because i would have literally let them deter me like deter me from playing this game and it's actually a really good game and because of this weird i don't know i think it's i honestly think it is coming from like the god of war effect i think the god of war effect is causing people to lose their minds and think that these games should be of that quality, that level of that scripting everywhere you go. And I'm just like, no, first, that's a no. Secondly, what was the last horror game that was really outstanding? Like any game that was like truly that we can even put this up against. Um, I think people. I don't know, because I thought a lot of people were not like they enjoy Resident Evil 8, but it was not like their favorite uh, Resident Evil 3, people were not happy with. Resident Evil 2 Remake, people liked, I, I think. The big, um, the best press that the Village got was about the old girl and how everybody won a stallion. That was it. That was the <laughs> best press that they got from that game. It wasn't about how scary it was or how interesting it was. And then the DLC came out and it was flat. It fell flat because nobody liked it. So I just don't, I, I really don't understand what they're comparing it to. Nor do I understand, I, like, I understand people having, like, a bias because of Dead Space, the original. I don't really think the people played Dead Space. I don't think the people played a game where you don't talk and you just get talked to. Like, at least this individual yeah. has character. He has the ability to say something. And he's pull- and you're pushing through a, um, a scenario. Yeah, he's generic in certain senses, but he, all he is is a... A vessel for you to understand and understand the situation and or you're just on with him for the journey and i feel like i don't know what they wanted they wanted some high quality which it is and that's what pisses me off too there is high quality capturing here there's high quality emotion being shown there it's just that they wanted it to be packaged with like some oscar worthy um story and i'm just like have you ever played yeah, a horror but game? It's a horror game? Yeah, yeah. like there's Have, there no Resident Evil game has a good story. None like, of them. None of them. And even of them, like focusing more on story in the more recent ones, and it has better writing and it's more focused. It's like these are still stupid stories about zombies and people turning into like yes, squid the, monsters, and it all actually makes sense. <laughs> the best um, thing about Resident Evil is always the environment or where you're at. That's why Village was so interesting because the village you were at. That's why Resident Evil 4 was so interesting because of the place you were at. It was never about the story. It was always about the understanding that you're in this crazy place that you need to escape from because everybody's a cultist or zombies or they're they're just drinking the Kool-Aid and you're trying to get out of it. That's it. There was nothing about the story that made me feel like, Oh, I I just love this part. It was scenarios based off the situation you were put in. And they have Callisto Protocol has plenty of that. That is what makes me like I'm confused. They these people Yeah, were, the yeah. the acting is 
so far pretty good. Like even if the story is like not good, all everybody I've met in the game has seemed like an interesting character to at least like I want to see their performance because like mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day, if this was a horror movie, everybody's gonna have be like you know the story's not be, be good, but you want to see how it plays out, like mm-hmm. how people get killed, like do people betray each other. Do you actually like find somebody that you like and you want to like keep them alive? Like, it's it's not that deep. It's about survival at the end of the day. And I think like like you're saying, I don't know why this game is getting all this extra slack for it. Um, because at bare minimal, it's a pretty decent horror game. Um, when you compare it to Dead Space, there are some things I like more. And there's some things I like less. Like I I do wish the combat was just simple well not say that i wish that what i wanted was just dead space combat you know just give me a couple decent guns and i'm gonna go through slowly through the game and shoot all the enemies yeah here they wanted to have like a more in-depth melee system and stuff and like you're saying i personally don't like melee based horror games like uh what's another one silent hill like yeah. Those usually you have like a, a a bat or something in the game because you don't have a lot of bullets. Uh, yeah, and yeah, 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 condemned and stuff like that. And like that that does a good job of giving you tension. Like you really want to save your bullets because you only got six bullets. And yeah. I understand it. That's how a lot of horror games are made. Dead Space was a little different because it gave you a bunch of not a bunch of ammo, but you had a good variety of weapons and ammo where you can choose how you want to approach it and your melee pretty much sucks so you have to be smart with your shot yeah you have to be smart yeah that's where the intention so if it was just that i would have been happy i can respect them wanting to do something different and personally i don't hate it like the dodge system is it's easy like there's nothing to complain about as long as you hold the direction you can't get hit so i don't understand what the issue is they're Other than so like you getting beat up by five enemies, I'm like, yeah. At what game do you actually expect to be fighting five enemies at the same time? <laughs> like, if this is Bayonetta, sure. Like, you're not gonna go into Resident Evil Two or even the new Resident Evil Four and let uh, five of those village people beat up on you at the same time. Like, that's not. That's how why you have game. you know different things that you can do. Like, there isn't. I'm playing on the hardest difficulty. There has never been a time where I felt overwhelmed. Where I felt like I was like I cannot figure out uh, out of this situation. I just had to get better at what I was doing. Like that is simple enough. There is times where the camera could mess me up, but honestly, as long as you're holding a direction and you know what your face your place you. your face and your yeah, it's like they can't they can't impact you. The people were fan that it was unreliable. That is not true. Unreliable tells me that you just didn't understand what was happening or didn't see what was occurring on screen. Unreliable tells me that you didn't probably read what was hap- what, what, what they told you. Like you can't just dodge the same way every time. Maybe you have to go left and right. You can't just dodge the same way. Um, but that's it. There's there really isn't much else to say. Um, I just feel like there it's getting a bad rep right now. I really enjoy the game. Um, I don't really understand most of the hate to be honest. Um, but I understand the PC stuff is, is atrocious, especially when you're first yeah. booting up the game and that's your experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't even, I don't even know how the Xbox worked, honestly, but I know the place. I think the series X was pretty close, but they have 
like the ray tracing bug and oh, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like yeah you know you're paying 70 dollars on console and that kind of like sucks <laughs> exactly uh, yeah. i mean same thing on pc the pc version was cheaper than the console version uh but still like you didn't come out in a good place and it was able to play a bit but they did impact the experience yeah they you know to be fair they did come off the a day two patch to clear out most of that i think for most people but yeah it, you expect these games to launch in a better place uh, absolutely and i think um for them to kudos to them for facing it day two but it should have been day one um there is a lot of things that people are expecting from these companies um i just don't want them to be considered a bad studio because they did all the right things they 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 made the game they they, they did they pay they, they did a lot on the soundscape they did a lot on the environment they did a lot to to the to the enemy types and graphically speaking these things are very creepy looking and you get so up close and personal with them that you can see all the detail in what they did um they do a great job of just making sure the fights are intense like um and and i i enjoy that i enjoy that aspect of it um and i'm 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 still gonna continue to play it and hopefully it ends well i don't really i'm i'm actually intrigued by what's happening and whether or not what's gonna be gonna you know solve the mystery maybe i am a little bit simple when it comes to that but i don't really care because i am having fun i just don't get the the whole part of it's not enjoyable. The combat sucks. I think a lot of people are just have has a have a very strong opinion. Talk to a lot of other people about this same opinion and kind of fostered like this this weird we don't like uh, mentality. When uh, in reality, it's a really good game. So um, yeah, I'm gonna keep playing it, and I recommend it to anybody that wants to play it. Play it on a PS5 or the Xbox. Um, do not buy it on the PC right now, but the PC actually been fixed. So it's really just wherever you want to play it. So if the PC, some people are still reporting that there's still stutters for them. I don't know if it's because they haven't played the game at all, or I don't know what, if you have to like reinstall it or whatever. But I know speaking to Josh, it was fixed for him and he already started the game or at least most of it was fixed for him and he already started the game. Uh, so I'm expecting that to be the case for most. So, yeah, that's all I got on Callisto. I think it's a really good game right now and hopefully it finishes strong. Um, but yeah, I- I'm loving the mechanics. I'm loving the upgrade system. I'm loving the choices, the hard choices, the, the, the low inventory space, the, I got to leave stuff behind the branching paths, the exploration i'm enjoying all of it I, I i really don't have a complaint um right at this moment and um i'd be nitpicking if i did and i really yeah that, that would i would say um yeah. or actually i guess related to this or for you Jalen, um is there a game you remember that like didn't get good reviews but you liked it a lot still because like, i don't know I know Sonic Forces didn't get good reviews, but you know that's Jalen's favorite game. <laughs> Not Sonic Forces. Excuse me. <laughs> nah, uh, I'm trying to think of a game that got the reviews. You know, I say good. less than less than a seven. Like it's like a six or 
you know, or it was a seven, but people were saying like it's trash. Or something. Yeah, I don't even know because outside of this, they mostly do tend to be like these obscure games, like horror games. Um, it tends to be less popular niche titles um, where people will be like, nah, it's not that good. But understanding they don't understand that type of genre really well, like fighter games. Um, those those games usually don't score well, but I can find real like strong enjoyment in it. It's always kind of um, it's always driven by the type of game it is like um, most of the time you're going to see a story one player driven game to get better praise than most other games. Um then you're going to see it for like a FPS shooter, like a horror game or a um, platformer. Like a platformer kind of gets a uh, a separate level of praise too because it's like this enjoyment factor for most people. They're looking for it to check a few boxes and that's the most structured when you can put it towards Mario and kind of see what other people do. It's like they have to have like some type of um, grading scale to know, but if you kind of have a unique experience or a different type of experience, like Dante's Inferno, it was so close to Mm -hmm. a lot of those action games. People were like, no, it's too close. I give it a six. I really enjoyed Dante's Inferno in it, but it was, it was simply more of like, um, they had like God of War to put it up against. So most of the time Mm -hmm. when people are trying to mimic or create something different in that genre, um, that's where you usually get like these lower scores, even though the game is good. Um, I think Callisto Protocol is seeing some of that because of Dead Space's success. Um, but this game is is top notch to me um, in every yeah, way, shape, it's or not, form. Uh, yeah, Back for Blood. <laughs> no, for sure it ain't Back for Blood. Like people mm. can find enjoyment in Back for Blood, but they never gonna compared to left for they when they compare it to left for dead that's what they that's where you get those lower scores so that that's that's where i see it most of the time um uh so yeah that that's what i'll say on that um but i don't know any i don't know a particular one maybe uh probably some jrpg something that was like small and and not really popular but i really enjoyed yeah, I know. I like. Uh, oh, my bad. Uh, I was just gonna say I like Final Fantasy Thirteen. I didn't get good reviews when it came out, but I enjoyed it a lot. And a lot of those criticisms, I think, didn't last over time. Like some of them did, but a lot of them are just kind of stuff that you would expect from that type of game nowadays. But uh, go ahead, General. What, what was Final Fantasy Thirteen? Or I had that one crossed my mind, but I didn't think it was that bad. I know there's a lot of criticism behind it, though. Uh, I mean, people when it came out, reviewers complained that you know the the story is too long or um, linear. Yeah, the the levels are too linear. The combat is too confusing. Uh, it you know just just general stuff like that. But that type of game. Uh, like yeah, the the story is slow in some parts, um, but a lot of the other stuff like doesn't actually impact the game negatively in my opinion. But yeah, IGN game of eight point nine. I just looked it up, but I do remember hearing like a lot of criticism and stuff behind it. I think the main games that I think that I don't remember the exact scores and stuff and 
like you said, like them little small JRPG type games, or not necessarily JRPG. I'd say maybe like a Namco Bandai game or something like that. Like they don't be that bad. It's just mm-hmm. you can see where the game was like falling for. Like you know, Namco Bandai don't be putting out no super fire games. Like you know, they got them anime type games and stuff like that. But I think like Digimon Cyber Sleuth, the scores wasn't like the the greatest. It was either a hacker's memory or the first one, but. I could see what they were saying, but I don't think the game was like that bad once you could look past some of the things because of like of certain things you can do. So, um, I mean, I'm not going to go into the detail and stuff, but there's definitely games that's like the reviews doesn't accurately describe the game. And like Deontay said, they kind of, they kind of scored a little bit lower because another game did something similar in a better fashion or whatever, but it's not the same uh, medium, if you will. Like, we talking Digimon versus doing something like Pokemon, like yeah. Pokemon a lot more kid friendly than Digimon, but it, that's not to say that Digimon can't do better things than Pokemon did in the game. It's just they comparing it to like it's, it got the same backbone, so it has to do some of the same things as Pokemon. But mm-hmm. yep, and I think that's where um, that's where I kept saying that technical reviews are really more important to me now than gaming reviews because if i'm interested in something nine times out of ten i'm going to still play it so the reason why i didn't buy evil west is because it's 1080p 60 and that was it i i I still didn't care that people liked it or loved it i thought it was going to be cool to play and i didn't buy it simply because of the technical review and i think that's where i was kind of going with my conversation last time where technical reviews are becoming more important um at least in my eyes and to the masses, in my opinion, um, to to determine whether or not you're going to actually pick up something. Because really, as long as there's technically sound and doesn't have any glitches, any problems, the 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 opinion of the game itself is subjective. Like it's so subjective, especially when it comes to these types of games like Callisto Protocol. Um, even with like God of War, and that's what we're going to kind of jump into next. Um, that game is getting um, uh, mid <laughs> reviews where people are saying it's not the greatest game and it's not good and and it has some um, issues. So, uh, yeah, to me, I um I think that is kind of where we where we where we're going to end up being. It's just that people are making games, creating games, and technical reviews kind of showcase that. Now there's there's a difference between a technical review and just showing that there is nothing there in the game to see, um, and that's why opinions are out there. They they provide you the opportunity to see the game and truly hear someone talk about the features of the game without it being promotion. So um, there is still going to be um, some level of need for reviews. It's just that the technical review may start to become more important to a buyer than a um, actual review of the game, like someone's opinion on the game. It may be become more of a, a back back uh, back seat because I heard people's opinions. I heard the reviews and I was like, mm, still might want to play it. And then I seen the technical review and I said, oh, that's the best option to play. Why not? So I swapped my Xbox one out for the PS5 and now I'm having the greatest time because that 
drove my decision. That was it. So I think that would be the, the, the biggest thing for it too. Uh, but anyways, moving on to God of War, Ragnarok. Um, it's getting some mid reviews. People are kind of on the, f I don't know, maybe because they're finally beating it that people are saying that it's not great. Um, that, you know, God of War Ragnarok, uh, has some pacing issues. The combat isn't, um, really upgraded enough for them. Um, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's a huge audience that's saying that this game is bad, but there's people out there that are saying it's bad. So, um, yeah, I've been seeing a little bit more um, criticism about uh, that I Rock that I, you know, looking into it, it's the, it's the same stuff that you're saying that uh, a lot of people were not happy with the pacing because uh, I know that. Uh, well, I guess I don't know. It's, I don't think it's this word because it's kind of in the promotion. But you see a lot of other characters that you can uh, play with, like uh, you know Atreus. Like sometimes you'll take control of him, and his sections are pretty long. Like I know that stuff. And I think the point is like God of War, the first one, people love it for its story. I think it's a I would personally expect the same thing from the second one. Like the main reason I'm here is the story and the combat is okay enough that it's not like some parts are really fun. Some parts, as long as it's not like too annoying, it doesn't get in the way with the game being a lot longer. I imagine that it's just some people are just not happy with the balance between the two. You know, um, if you wanted more combat and you're stuck here with a lot of story, then it might not feel like worthwhile. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's it's a at that point it's personal preference just because like the story is long or the, the conversations are long. I don't think that really like ruins the game. Um, but yeah, yeah. Have you felt like the you know combat or anything has been too annoying or something? Or you you notice it's getting annoying the longer that you go? Um. No, I find it quite enjoyable. I, I like to mix it up. Um, I think that... I did with the first one, because I haven't played the second one. The first one, the combat got annoying, but the story, like I always wanted to see more of the story, so I don't personally understand the people who are complaining that it's like, the story is too <laughs> Yeah, I think they're saying that it's pacing. like It's like the middle portion, right? So... Everything that is happening from the start of the game to the end of the game is are the start and the end are great, but the middle is where they, people are having the concern that it was slowly paced, that there were some horrible missions, like in quests, and people didn't find enjoyment in them. Um, and they keep saying that it feels like it's unconnected. I didn't get that mm -hmm. at all. I'm rewatching someone play it. And I'm still enjoying it as if I'd never played it before because there's moments in the game where you're just like, this is impactful. Um, and it's not like there's those are far in between. They're like always happening. So um, I don't know. Honestly, there is things that may have not been needed. But at the same time, the whole the the 
the the um you know it's 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 like the whole sum of the parts it's like everything had a a reason everything had a uh uh the everything had a goal everything that was happening like um all the stuff you do when you go to Asgard it's to bring home the point that there's really not a side or something like that it's like I don't want to kind of go yeah. into the spoiler territory but there is plenty of stuff that happens that um yeah you're you're um doing certain things that you would would I guess you're you're, you're playing with Atreus and things like that but I found Atreus combat more enjoyable at times than um it's not like they they got it wrong they didn't get the combat <laughs> wrong with Atreus he's not he doesn't feel weak um yeah so I don't know. and there's a difference between uh filler content and like story and character development like yeah. it might not seem like much but if you got something important out of that section then that will tie into your feelings like later on in the story when that that content or information becomes relevant but it's like yeah. some some stuff you might just have to be patient about like you say going back through it, it doesn't seem out of place um but yeah i mean i I guess it's just all expectation like not expecting um just you know all high octane uh battles the whole time or something and because some some parts need to be slower in order for the story to benefit first so yeah like um yeah I, i just don't I feel like people are um, looking for something to complain about, to be honest. I'm not saying that this game is a... Everybody has to like it. But there's plenty of things to enjoy. Um, Certainly being the story of redemption and and like this uh, son and kid, it, it, it can get played out, but to experience it in this world with these characters, I don't really see it being dull. I do see in that people that are not truly immersed or feel interested in these characters, like didn't play the first one, don't really care about the journey. They just wanted to play a highly anticipated game. Um, I can see them not being interested in, in, in dwelling off. Like I don't expect someone that don't understand God of War to really be like, held and kept throughout the entirety of the game like no why would you why would anybody be able to do that because the game is so it's so it's so it's so devil in the details type that you can't really yeah you gotta miss. get invested in the game somehow yeah, yeah uh, you can't a miss lot of people a point. can't do that <laughs> right you can't miss something and expect to be feeling like Oh, I understand what's happening now, and I'm invested in getting these people through the journey. Um, and even if you just watched a recap, that ain't gonna help you. Like you really wanted to be able, you wanted to play these games, and you wanted to really understand where it came from, how the world changed, what happened, um, why Fimble Winter is here, and like all that stuff is just important in this world building and that's why it feels so grand in its scale um so so to lose that to cut off some of the fat 
makes it to be something that is not. And um, I don't know what they were thinking when they were expecting to come in to play this game. Uh, but I was thinking more story, more characters, more developing. Um, I think that this uh, there's plenty of room to grow within this world even more. Um, I don't know if people are all going to enjoy the, the the path that it seems like it's going down, but um, it doesn't matter to me. I enjoyed the game for what it was, and um, everybody has a right to an opinion, but to call it a bad game tells me that, one, you were never truly invested, two, you don't understand true, like, you don't really understand combat, you don't really understand the, the, the concept of um, a game. Even if you don't enjoy the story, a game has plenty of features that will allow you to get through that. Just like anyone that hated Callisto Protocol, the reason why most people were able to get through it because of the graphics and the design of the world. They didn't like the combat. They didn't like the enemies. They didn't like the, um, that it wasn't scary or whatever the case may be. They still had some reason to kind of provide, but to say, oh, this is just a terrible game and that it should never be played. And they did a really poor job and that if for one portion of the game, uh, that means you you shouldn't be reviewing games anyway, because that is not a, that's a un, that's like a very I I I don't like when reviewers provide more opinion than fact, like opinion that a game sucks because of the the opinion that you find that this thing is the most important part of the game is, is like whack to me. There's enjoyment to be had in any, any game. It's just how you find that enjoyment, and that's why you always want to provide a opportunity yeah. for the game to be um, to be critiqued um, in a, in an unbiased manner, but provide your opinion on top of that. Um, so I don't know. Whatever the case may be, God of War is great to me. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a long game. It's not Persona. It's not Tales of Arise. It's not even um i mean i I play long games this isn't a long game this is a this is a long game for the masses this is a game that you probably um aren't going to breeze through in a week and um unless you're crazy and you play it all time like me but you're probably going to take some couple of days to finish and i think those days and the longness of it made people start to feel as if it's more of a chore than an actual fun experience because yeah, you get interrupted by life. You can't just sit there and play the whole game. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, these opinions are being formed. Um, and I just want to say with a caveat or at least state that we'll put my fresh opinion there is that I enjoyed it. I played it through completely. Um, and I didn't feel as if it was badly paced. I felt like I was learning new things, seeing new things, exploring the world, and truly being immersed in the realms. So I'm I'm peachy on all of it. Uh, anything to add, uh, Joshua Jalen, before we move on? Um, I I forget the name, but he uh, I was reading a guy on Twitter. He's a, a game developer talking about Callisto Protocol and just like other triple-a game in general mm-hmm. that a lot of people are expecting the games to be like perfect 
in every way and and not just perfect but just like every game should be like you said like god of war and that's kind of um and even with god of war it's the same thing where every aspect of the game has to be perfect and from a reviewer standpoint and when it's something that's not that you know maybe they don't like or it's just like a little weird or why they do it like this and why it doesn't do it like this they feel the need to like really emphasize like this game is like terrible for it and which you know some things a lot of things are subjective and there's no way to like really uh say that but just like special protocol like the game is terrible because of the combat system uh and not really actually giving the combat system a really objective fair shot or understanding it just yeah. doesn't I, I personally don't agree with. So like you said, I, I look to reviews to get other people's opinions. Like just like my friends, like I actually like, you know, do you like Sonic? How you feel about it? Doesn't mean I'm necessarily gonna buy it or not buy it based on your opinion, but it helps me get a understanding on what the game is and how I might, you know, judge it. Like maybe it's a good time to buy it or I should wait because it doesn't run well. Um, but yeah, I personally, I just don't take reviews as like 100% objective. Like this is what the game is. So it's not, um, yeah. so yeah, I, I, yeah, just, I, I, just, I, I guess be more open about it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I think I listen to it for the opposite. I listen to the facts. That's why I like the technical reviews a lot because the fact is, is that the combat system got you through the game. There was no technical hitch that caused you not to be able to use the combat system. So when I look at stuff like that and they were like, oh, we added aerial combat into God of War. I say, cool. When truly when I played it, there wasn't that much aerial combat. There was a lot of the variety in how I went to con- went to went to bat to fight, but it wasn't like truly a lot of aerial combat. When you did get it off, though, it was fun, but it wasn't like ooh so dramatically different because you get to higher jump on top of a, a cliff and and fight somebody up there and then come back down and fight somebody on the ground or jump back down and slam on them. So that's not really aerial combat to me. That's not aerial mm-hmm. combat, but. Um, I listened for the facts. They say that they had this and this is what it was and blah, blah, blah. But um, opinion jumps on top of it, of course. And then you kind of get persuaded to think otherwise, which is fine because that helps. But honestly, when I'm looking for reviews and and things like that, I want to learn a little bit more about the systems, the combat, maybe the voice acting whether or not the soundscape is well done or if it, if it's terrible. Um, but it's truly um, more of a what is in the game type of situation. And then I kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, like Need for Speed Unbound, I haven't re- really watched the review yet. I obviously didn't pay for it yet, but I'm, I'm going to play it and I just haven't had time yet. But it's kind of the same thing. Um, <laughs> it's just weird. But Let's move on before I keep talking. Pokemon Scarlet got an update. Another one got an update, like Gotham Knights. Both of these got updates. Josh, you said that Gotham Knights had fixed some things, right? Yeah, the the main thing when it came out is another Unreal Engine 4 game, which has stuttering issues, um, but more specifically with the PC version, it it... It's an open world game, and I don't know how they like divided up the game with like loading and stuff. 
but every you know few feet or whatever you know you go 50 feet has to load the next area and it'll hitch so you'll be running at 60 and it dropped down to 20 and like there's nothing you can like do about it because it's an open world game the single player levels you pretty much ran fine because you're like you know in a single building uh whatever they did in a more recent patch for me it it runs a lot better in the open world uh okay. i don't have as many um hitches uh when like driving around on the bike really fast and like on foot combat everything runs smoothly and i have like the ray tracing and everything you know pushing the graphics so that's good it's been about a month since the game came out and they just dropped their like uh content patch for like uh their four-player co-op mode right. um so i think it's in a lot better place for people who want to play it you know especially play with your friends uh it would have been better to launch like this. That's, you know, always the issue. Like, why does anybody have to wait a month for the game to run well? Right. Um, especially with a, a lot of common issues. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Pokemon didn't fix anything. I think it updated and did, like, <laughs> something. But it didn't really fix anything. I was trying to see if Gotham Knights actually updated anything on the Xbox and things. But I don't believe that was the case. I think it still kind of runs the same. I think there was some fixes mm-hmm. on like some of the uh, glitches that were happening, bugs really, but not nothing that was like technically sound that would fix how the performance, because it's, it's, it's normally at that um, 30 frames per second. I mean, it's capped at that. So, I mean, there's nothing there that kind of fixed that point of it, but um at least they're working on bugs, working on things, and they're actually adding new content because I've seen the free content update. Um, and at some point, not a line, um, if they add a 60 FPS mode, I might pick it up. Um, I mean, I might pick it up if it's like 20 bucks for sure because um, it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't really be like a big deal for me at that point. But um, Pokemon didn't do that. And, I, and I'm trying to understand the the level of this, these updates and the timing of everything, like updates are becoming more and more like, I mean, obviously they're, they've been common. It's like, it's just, it's just now it's, it's like in a worse space where the updates sometimes are necessary for the game to even run in a proper manner. Um, day two updates, Okay, I understand that for a single player game that people are highly anticipating, they're not going to wait until the update comes out to play. So I just want really these companies to start emphasizing, making sure their game runs well before they put it out. I don't even care if it lose if it's missing a mechanic. I'd rather the game run well than miss than um, have all the mechanics in place because it just seems like this is like it's getting out of hand, man. We can't even anticipate and play these games day one because we know that there may be something down the line that we have to be concerned about. Pre-ordering is dead for me at this point. I don't pre-order anything anymore. I don't feel comfortable pre-ordering anything. Um, After the last four games I've pre-ordered that have turned into crap, um, I just don't, I don't trust it. I don't trust it no more. And that trust level is going to continuously get broken until at the point where nobody's, you're not going to have the ability to show your upfront cost of what you're going to reap um, when you first get it, because 
Nobody wants to buy your game like that. Nobody wants to buy it in that state. And PC is even worse. Like you got the two hour window to return it though. I understand that. And that and that should be concerning to them. Like they got two hours to play some of my game and then return it back to me. And they don't care. They just still put it out with stuttering issues. They still put it out with bugs and janky stuff happening. And I really wish that that was the key focus moving forward. Like anything from all of these updates that you want to take away from the Callisto Protocol situation, the Cyberpunk situation. It's just wait till your game is ready. I don't think Callisto Protocol wasn't ready. I think that that was just an unfortunate event of maybe how it was published because the way that the fact that they had that stuff ready day two means that they already probably implemented these things and that when it got published, I know a lot of people are saying that when people, when they publish it on these companies, they don't put everything that they want the company to have day one on there. So they have to patch it. Um, and that's some that could be the case because the fact that they had to turn around and turn it around and on day two tells me that they were ready. Gotham Knights, on the other hand, having months and months and they didn't have the stuttering problem fixed. They just told you to replay the game after you play it the first time tells me that they did not have everything ready. Um, so there's a difference in like the company and what they value and what they want to portray themselves as. It still sucks when it's not the day one. So I just want, I just know that, um, I just know that that, that should be like, it's a huge focus for me moving forward. It's just making sure that these companies are being held accountable for their, for their trash because it's really starting to get exhausting not being able to play these games. I don't expect that to happen with Final Fantasy, but it could. I mean, you guys, you guys could be playing some, some, some garbage, but let's see. Uh, but I, I really had too much on uh, the updates. All I had was that um, Gotham Knights seems to have fixed some of its issues on PC. Pokemon has not. We're going to leave that to the modders and the emulators to fix the game, I guess, because um, it ain't coming from Nintendo. or Not Nintendo, the Pokemon company. Let me stop associating Pokemon with Nintendo because Nintendo ain't got nothing to do with it outside of publishing it. But they should still... You know, they said they committed to fixing it. We'll see how long that lasts. Who said that? Pokemon Company. Oh, they committed to fixing that game. That's what they said. Yeah. Mm, interesting. We'll see. You know, they got the game coming out in a year. So. Yeah, man. I don't know. Um. Well, moving on to the final portion of it. I know we wanted to talk about a little bit about cross-platform play, but then the movies. So I think we're going to switch that to the movies first and cross-platform play on Warframe. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, trailer and the Super Mario movie trailer. You watched both or just one, Josh? Uh, yeah, i seen both. Alright. Let's get this out the way real quick. I have <laughs> no problems with Mario's voice. Chris Pratt is fine. Stop complaining about stuff that don't need to be complained about. I don't, I understand people have this idea of what Mario should sound like based off of two second sound bites that he say, but stop it. Stop it. He doesn't have to be this. It's like, uh, as long as he embodies what Mario is, 
I don't think the voice needs to be an Italian or like this this fake Italian that they've created because they this is not real like an Italian sounding man. <laughs> this, is a, this is a this is a character a caricature of what Italians just sound like because trust me, ain't nobody that made Mario Italian. So let it leave it alone. It's it's like the weirdest situation ever. It's like they just fail to realize that sometimes things don't need to be the same as it was. And and for all intents and purposes, it could be a little offensive. I ain't gonna hold you. But, I mean, I guess they don't care because of nostalgia. Whatever. Anyways, um, Super Mario movie looks absolutely amazing. I already said that the first one. But this one even looked even better. We had Peach, we had Donkey Kong, we had um they was on they was on Rainbow Road. I'm talking about they were showing a lot of the, the realms or like the places they were gonna go, like you said, exactly Josh. What exactly what yeah. you said, Josh. <laughs> they showed it. They said, Oh, we're gonna take y'all everywhere. So I was like, Oh shoot, they really just told they told Josh shut up. <laughs> Said, oh boy, this will be what this will be. We was gonna hold off on this one. I was like, that's exactly what he said, and your points were valid too. I mean, that's him. That's him. I'm not saying like you didn't have a point, but that is exactly what they are. Um, look like they're going to be doing is kind of going to all the different galaxies because she was even mentioning, I think she mentioned it. I don't remember if she mentioned it completely, but I thought she said you have to go, you have to save these worlds or realms she mentioned something of going to different places and then they kind of showed it off so yeah uh i really enjoyed it and i think that's gonna be one of the top 10 movies probably top five movies for me next year for sure uh but yeah that was that was super mario anything uh yeah it looks really good yeah like i was saying i just want them to do like Mario has a lot of fun, interesting games and, yeah. you know, really reach in and bring out all of that fun content and not make it a generic movie, uh, which is good. Um, I personally, like you said, I don't like uh, Chris Pratt's choice as Mario, but mm. it's not bad. Like, if it was a bad voice actor, you know, then then I would really be like, you know, y'all can't put this out. But <laughs> if it's not my preference, it's fine. It can still be like a fun uh, movie, uh, so hopefully it is. Yeah, I think um, I think it will be. I think it's just more so. It's the concept in your head versus the reality of the situation. I think the concept in your head is telling you that that he Chris Pat is just not. It's just too American, and I get it. But um, Mario. Um, being fictional, being not, he had some voice actors in the past. I believe they were referencing something that happened like in nineteen the nineties or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a multi. This is a, a mass production. Um, I, I just I just don't see them getting away with the Italian. <laughs> I just don't. But I mean, they could. I mean, it's Mario. People understand it, but I just don't. I I don't see them getting away with. It. He can have I mean, his it'd phrases. Be fine if they got like a Italian actor, but ain't nobody. I don't know mainstream with like a strong Italian accent. No, 
There isn't. There's a lot of. There's not. Uh, I've heard any. Not like Mario, anyway. To the point where I feel like it wouldn't be offensive. Like they're literally. It's a caricature. There is not a true voice to me of an Italian. But I mean, it yeah. could be. It could be. Yeah, but I. I just didn't find it. I didn't find it to be like a a, a real portrayal. So. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh. But uh, outside of that, uh, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be good. the The next one was Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was the Volume Three trailer. There's a lot of stuff going on. I didn't know who half them people were. That the <laughs> guy that um the the gold the gold Adam face Warlock. guy who is that? Yeah, Adam Warlock. As far as I know, I don't actually know a lot about him, but he's from the comics and somebody who's like. He's not a good guy, but he helps like fight against Thanos and and stuff like that. So he he's just supposed to be like a strong character um, that hopefully doesn't cause too many problems for them. <laughs> and who is the black guy? Do you know who that was? Him, I don't know anything about. He's the high evolutionary. Uh, I don't know his character. I'm I'm pretty sure he's just a bad guy. Um, yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> all I know for that trailer is somebody gonna die. That's what I figured. I figured somebody dying. I think it's Rocket. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Rocket. Rocket like, or yeah, Rocket or um, Drax because he don't like Disney, so they're probably gonna ask his uh, contract at some point. Um, because he will, he wouldn't even do it unless James Gunn came back, right? I think that was the one. Yeah, that, did that. yeah. James it was that and just like other stuff that he he like you know vocal about like how Disney is so. gotcha so yeah they don't like Batista Dave Batista uh but yeah I thought it was I thought it was entertaining um the the trailer anyway thought it was gonna be it's gonna be a fun interesting one I think it's gonna be probably there the biggest um release in 2023 um in my opinion and it's probably going to be the one that holds a lot of weight for the, you know, the, the connection and connecting everything to it might. I don't think the other ones are re- even prepared to do that. I mean, Ant-Man. Yeah, it's just Guardians and Ant-Man. And Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Yeah, because they got uh, the guy from Loki in it. He's supposed to be around for a Which time, one do you think will be more relevant in like the whole overarching thing? Like this, you know, I, you know, Black Panther was just really just about Wakanda. Do you think um, um, Ant-Man or... I think Black Guardians Man? might have some stuff, but in in the past, they've usually just been their own stories. Like you might see important characters like Thanos in the story, but it's not like about Thanos. So the people that is in this one, I don't think they... I'll say they're not relevant yet. They might be relevant in the future. Like it's still yeah. important to see, but it's not like, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember when we was reintroduced to Thanos. I don't even remember. Uh, uh, in the Avengers. In the original Avengers, when we were fighting the. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Loki was like talking to him. Uh, he he didn't. He just you know helped helped out Loki, but that was about it. Yeah. His character design was a little bit different back then. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think I think those... I mean, we got some good movies coming out, but I definitely want to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I definitely want to talk about Super Mario. 
um, them holding the whole Nintendo Directs for this tells you everything mm-hmm. you know about them and how they how they milk yeah, everything. It's a big deal for Nintendo. It's a big deal for Nintendo. And to let them, you know, play around in their whole worlds, all their worlds and all the stuff they create for Mario, it's dope. I wonder if they're going to have some Mario Party references and uh, tennis or soccer. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to make him do, but it like freaking Mario was being trained. Like, he was training... Like, he was the piranha plants. Like, he wasn't aware of any of this stuff. So, I'm just like, mm-hmm. are they really going to give us an origin story for Mario? Like, how he actually got into the world of Mushroom Kingdom? Like, okay. I see that. I can see that. And then they're going to actually start taking us to different locations, which is cool. So, both of those things I've never seen before. So, I'm excited. Like, real excited about it. Like, i never seen him being introduced to the world. I just know he was there and he knew how to jump on people's heads. He knew how to ride the pipes, and he knew where everything was, and there, how everything went. So, uh, be interesting to see him being introduced to the world of the Mushroom Kingdom, to the world of Mario. So yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but the last thing was the, um, and it's probably the quickest thing was the cross-platform play for Warframe. Ah, uh, Josh, you said you was waiting on something else. Uh, correct. Like yeah. So they announced uh, cross platform and cross save and stuff like a while ago, like more than a year ago. Uh, oh, okay. And yeah. So for me, like any online multiplayer game, they have to have cross play and cross save because I'm not being stuck to one system anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Warframe was one of those games. They have a lot of updates I want to play, um, but I haven't. Uh, but this up first, I guess, first half of what they did, they finally came out with cross-play uh, between all uh, consoles and PC. Uh, so if you have friends on another system, they can play together. Um, a, they well, said they're going to slowly roll out. B, I think the Switch as well. Um, yeah. Uh, they said that they're going to slowly roll out all features. So right now you can play together, but you can't do everything. They can't trade between Switch and like PC and stuff yet. Uh, but they're going to roll that out over time. Uh, and then eventually they'll bring out the cross save so that you can just bring yourself over on each platform. Um, it's okay. But for me, it's kind of like too late waiting for them to actually put uh cross save. Um, same thing with Apex. That's part of the reason I, I don't touch it as much because, you know, maybe I want to play it on the Steam Deck, but I don't want to start over. So. Uh, I think it's it's just a standard at this point. All multiplayer co-op games or whatever should have cross save. Oh yeah, I don't know what's the hold up. What's taking so long with Warframe? Uh, but and that's what that's what I feel about Apex. Yeah, I wish just like Overwatch. I wish they had a Steam Deck release. I don't really like having to build them shaders every time I want to play it. Um, I don't know if they yeah. fixed it yet, but. Um, they might have a mod where you can just like have it already like com- compiled, but I haven't seen it. I think you have to build it every time. So uh, I, I, as of right now, I don't play it on my Steam Deck when I would like to because I can just play it anywhere. But um, but then I would still have to deal with no um, <laughs> no aim assist. So never mind. It's not it's never happening. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, overall. 
crossplay is something that should be there in in the, at the at the beginning so that you have you set the you set the tone. Uh crossplay when it's added later is like yeah, a little too late at this point. Even cross save is even worse. Um because you lose out on the on the people that would want to play elsewhere that can't and sometimes there is no option for them to um continue to play where they used to or um they don't want to start over elsewhere so they just don't play your game until they feel as comfortable to move to that next system or whatever so um i mean they i've seen it go both ways where sometimes it helps sometimes it don't i feel like destiny had a much better um community when it was on the consoles only i think the pc kind of screwed it up but um now now that everything is all together and everything is like all over the place in destiny i feel like um i feel like it has some good and bad so Whatever the case may be, or however they want to implement it, I do think cross-play and cross-save should be or across at least console platforms if it's going to be a console exclusive. If it's not, then also PC as well. Like That has to be mandatory between systems at least, um, but um, definitely with, between PC and consoles as well would be a, a great added bonus. Um, I don't know why I always felt like that, but I always felt like that. I don't know why, but I felt like once people had the opportunity to kind of switch to the PC and they started to have different type of saves and people would want to move to PC, but they didn't have cross cross save and implemented. So you had to choose either to start over. It kind of discombobulated the entire community and some of the community was like just it, it just never recovered from that blow first. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's just my opinion. Uh, that community is toxic already enough, but uh, it wasn't as bad as it was as it is now, sort of. Um, but yeah, um, that's about it, though. I don't really have any much else. Have y'all? Um, I wonder. <laughs> I don't think I've ran into. A, uh, I think I ran into it once on Destiny, where they're like, "You got to be on PC to do this. You can't play with us if you don't." Want you got a PC. I don't think that was the only time I ever seen something where they was like glitching something or they were like doing something like the DPS on something. It required precision. So they really put a requirement that you had to be PC player. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, everybody can see that for like, you know, competitive modes and stuff. They, you know, if you're on PC, you should be using keyboard and mouse, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen experience anything like that before. Um, that's why I kind of. But yeah, overall, I, I, for me, it's just about you know this is what's best for consumers. Like they spend money on your platform, and you lock in their account to one place for no reason. Yeah. And you know, consoles uh, change over time. Not everybody is buying a PS Five right away, and you know they should be able to use their product wherever you know wherever they at and yeah. as the you know service provider i think that's a bare minimum they should be able to do yeah i agree i think that um that is that's important for real 
Like it, it has just uh, deterred me from playing certain games, and it has made me actually play games because of the ability to play it in multiple locations. Like I like Modern Warfare just for that reason alone. Um, and I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about more so Warzone than Modern Warfare. But yeah, even though you can play it anywhere and still have the same experience and same stuff because it's like a sign in. Um, but yeah, that's all, that's all I got. I ain't really got much else. Uh, anything you want to add or say before we get out of here, Jalen or Josh? Uh, that's it for me. All right. Well, we're going to get up out of here, y'all. I want to thank y'all for listening. We're going to try to come back with some uh, more topics for you guys next week, as usual. Uh, these drop every Monday. So if you're interested in listening, you can always check it out on your podcast location, wherever you listen to. If you got to this point of the show, you're the real OG. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we will be back with you guys shortly next Monday. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Fortnite? Oh, no, 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 not Fortnite. Uh, Overwatch. No, no, Overwatch. Callisto? No, no, Callisto. I might play some Need for Speed. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.